Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and in The Great People Studio, as always, well, maybe not as always, but at least today, my glorious co-host, James Muncy. What's up, Muncy? Good morning. How you doing, buddy? I was always giving you credit for being here all the time, but... You are you know, here now. I, I took a little vacation over the summer. Here. You will not let it go. I actually miss having you gone a week so I can yell, he's back, yeah. he's back, Yeah, he's I have, back. I have no plans to be gone anytime soon. I'm sorry. I do, actually. We need to talk about that. Right. So, okay. yeah, we'll figure all that out. So, thanks, everyone, for being here. You're listening to The Great People Show, wherever you're listening to us right now. It could be on live radio here in Richmond. It could be on Facebook Live. Maybe you're not hearing us live. You're listening to us on the podcast, which is perfectly fine. We love our podcast listeners. Just thank you for being here and allowing us to be part of your your, your journey. Um, and, of course, you can always catch anything we do on greatpeopleshow.com. So what do we do here at The Great People Show? Uh, today we're going to talk about core values, and we have a special guest coming in a little bit later that's really driving the topic. So um, I'm hoping he's good because we're revolving everything around him. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's, t- I feel the morning. pressure. Actually, I have no pressure because when there's enough people in the studio, I can actually go get a cup of coffee, maybe yeah. hit the bathroom a little bit. No one will even notice I'm gone. No. Um, but what we do every single show is for you, the listener deliver the insights and inspiration for a life of significance. And that really revolves around serving others because that's what, what true greatness is. And the, the topic of core values is kind of like the, um, the heart of that, right? It's where all the blood pumps from yeah, so on, this, on this thing called being alive. It's it, core values. It and it's something that we don't consciously think about a lot. And I, I was thinking uh, last night as I was looking over our notes for today. So we've done 69 shows, 69th show. And it's amazing that we've never come down to this topic. In a way, 68 shows have been on core values. It has, but we we haven't, we haven't called it out. And so the other week I was on the phone with my good friend, uh, Dick Halterman and, and Dick lives in the Valley out there in Harrisonburg area, lots of cows, uh, around where he is, but uh, Dick is one of the more inspirational, uh, inward thinking people who I have ever known. Yep. And he mentioned that he was going to be in Richmond today because the nearest Lexus dealership to him is is in Richmond because again he's from I don't even know the Great West. I think they have plumbing there now. But he was commenting to me it's that not quite West Virginia. He's a big fan of the show. And he said, uh, and he and he started talking about core values, and uh, what a great thing for us to talk about. So I'm excited. Uh, it's a great topic. I have been involved in some of the technical aspects when you get into businesses and you go to work there, and they start to teach you what their core values are, or if you shop at certain places or visit, they paint them on the walls, and um, it's a frustrating thing because I think there's a lot of what do I want to call it hypocrisy around this topic. There's mm-hmm. a lot of um, fakeness around this. The, the the joke we always have in corporate America is, are your core values on your wall or in your people? And I do have yeah. some big issues with slapping three to six words on a wall and say, if you work here, this is what we stand for and you must stand for. Because at the end of the day, a core value is something that is incredibly and deeply personal to us and only us. You have yours, you have yours, 
I have mine, but you can't have mine. Now, right. you might be able to own the word. You might be able to share the word, but it's it's a it's literally, dude, like I hate to use this word again because it gets such a bad rap. It's like a snowflake. Mm-hmm. It really is our true identity. It's in our our DNA to a certain extent. And it's a fascinating topic because like you said, a lot of people aren't actively thinking about this, but you actually are very much actively acting like this. Every day. You're a reflection of what your core values are regardless of if you've ever sat down to think about this, if you've never sat down to write these out, it doesn't actually matter because you have core values. It, it is it is the DNA um, label of who you are, your attitude, your character, your soul, really. I mean, for me, it's like the branding on your soul. Actually, I just made that up it and is. I like you it. Should, yeah, you should I'm gonna trademark that. I'm going to copyright that, yeah. And, and, you know, when we hear the word value, we think of positive. You know, value in its connotation is a positive word. And we don't, not everybody maybe, but we don't just have positive core values, but some people more than others have some negative core well, values hey, we, as well. Dude, if you sat down and made a list of all the words that describe who you are, it's not going to be uh, a bunch of, I know I know you like unicorns. It's not going to be a <laughs> bunch of unicorns and fairies and all these wonderful things. Yeah. I mean, there's parts of us that we're not really happy about and proud of. Unfortunately, it is part of our core value. And a, and a goal, the, the reason I, I hope you're listening to the show is to uh, exterminate some of those core values out of your life that you're not proud of. Yeah, and as usual, I mean, we want our listeners out there to be honest with themselves as they're listening mm-hmm. through this. There's nobody else there. You don't have to tell anybody about it. But listen to this today because I really think it's eye-opening if you take some time to look inward at what yeah. your at what your true core values are. And it's something that you can make a purposeful effort to change. It's like everything else. It, you have to put work into it. Yep. Very few of us are uh, completely blessed to effortlessly have the most amazing, positive core values, behaviors, actions. It just doesn't work like life is not like that. That's not realistic. That's just not that's just not the way the, the the game is played or the play takes place. It just doesn't work that way. And a lot of people, maybe you're kidding yourself into what you think your core values are. I when we went to social media with it this week, uh, I simply asked, "What are three words?" that describe who you are. I didn't ask about, well, I did, I think I did put in core values at the end there, but um, I know some of the folks that answered, I know most of the folks that answered. And what was very relieving to me is whenever I saw those three words, I went, yeah, that's them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's totally them. A friend, actually one of our neighbors said, I've had these three words on my LinkedIn profile for years. And when you put those three words, I was like, yeah, that's, that's this dude. That's, that's, oh, that's him. Cool. Yeah. I have no idea how he got them, where he came up with them, why he even put them on his LinkedIn profile. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a tough line that we walk on to say, these are my core values. This is who I am. And this is why I'm proud of who I am. And to literally put that out into the world from a self-promotion mm-hmm. perspective. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't, necessarily matter as much what you think or even what you say. It's what other people think your core values are. It's whatever other people perceive. And and I'll tell you what, if you're going to be so bold as to put that sort of thing on a LinkedIn profile or something that is out there on social media, you better be able to, uh, you better be able to live That's up true. to it. Um, Set the bar high. Yeah. I mean, you really are. So we've got a lot more to discuss about this, but uh, some of our core values here are also paying the bills. 
So we're going to take a <laughs> little a break. Value? It, well, I don't know. You tell, Maybe we'll talk about that after the break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Great People Show. So core values. Uh, I just I just quickly said this during our break. I get to have lunch with the governor today. So is one of your core values bragging? So, yeah. And I'm going to ask him, if I get a chance to, uh-huh. what his core values are. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I, I I can't say I paid enough attention to the to the election here in Virginia to know that from the political ads. Because right. you, you know that's that's what all politicians put in all their political ads. Right. These are their core values because they, they have to sell themselves. Yeah. And we live in a world where, yeah, well, theoretically, most of us should be selling ourselves more often than we probably should. You just have to be careful about how cheesy it can get. But I don't think... I don't think core values is one of those things where you should be flaunting as much. No. Because actions, your core values will be seen. You you will sell them by opening your mouth and how you treat people. Um, If you're kind or not, if you're respectful, if you're a good listener, these things are core values. Now, I do believe that we have to get people to pay attention to some of our core values if they're making a decision about us, like doing business with us, um, getting married to us, dating. And let's face it, man, one of the ways that we find out core values is we get personal with them. You just spend personal time with them. That's that's how I figure out people's core values. Yeah, and actions speak louder than words, right? I mean, we judge other people's core actions a lot more through, or core values through their actions mm-hmm. than we do through their words. We all know people who can talk a good game. Yeah, It's the people who live the life that they preach that, that and, and that, ha- that is so prevalent in our society. Again, and it comes back to social media and the things that we, we see on social media, which present one version of a, of a person but I've, a lot of the oh, time, yeah. the real the real deal is very different, right? Now, you um, were you familiar with the Urban Meyer Ohio State football coach? Yeah, issue, or I don't know if you keep up with that or not. If Did you were okay, so for our listeners that may not follow this too much, of course, Urban Meyer was the coach of the Florida Gators for years and won national championship, and then goes to Ohio and um, <clears throat> brought a coach with him that yeah. was in trouble for domestic abuse, and from what all the evidence kind of indicates is that Urban turned a blind eye to that and hired this guy anyway. And then it came out and um, he got suspended for it. He got suspended for allowing this to happen. And this interview that ESPN did, I think it was last week, uh, you've got to watch this this interview. It, it's one of those interviews where it's so uncomfortable watching it because this interviewer asked some really hard questions. This is one of the questions. He said, you have core values that you have painted on the wall, in the locker room, in capital letters, so that everyone sees them. What are the first two core values? And he said, honesty and treat women with respect. And he said, and the interviewer said, where were those core values in this incident? And Urban just sat there and you could feel the squirming going on. You're looking at a guy in the eyes that has to admit in front of 100,000 people or more people, I did not follow my core values. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say that. He actually apologized for the perception that he didn't follow them. <laughs> yeah. And I have a huge, huge problem with this. It's like saying, this, I'm this sorry that you non-apology feel that non-apology that we talked yeah. about on the show. Yep. I'm sorry I was perceived that way. Sorry, buddy. You failed at your core values. Yep. Admit it like a man. Because yeah. both, that incident proved that he did not follow his core values, which... 
I start to question, are those really your core, core values? Can, can, you fall, can you fail at your core values a and still have those core values? Absolutely, yes. I, I feel absolutely yes. At the same time, I think that some of us are married more to their core values than others. The biggest real-life example, and I think I've used this maybe, gosh, almost a year ago on, on another episode of the show. I had a client once who was selling his business, and it was about a $5 million sale for his business, and he had no debt. I mean, this was like $5 million coming in this guy's bank account, life-changing mm -hmm. money. So we got, and that was the asking price, was $5 million for this business. So he gets an offer. Uh, a full price cash offer for this business. Imagine selling your home for $5 million. Yeah, $5 million. Just, yeah. A cash offer. Well, this, this person, more than anything, his number one core value was faith. Mm -hmm. And he did a little bit of research on the person buying the company. And in his opinion, uh, this person did not hold the same values in their life that the seller did. And okay. the seller walked away. He declined Dang. the offer of a full cash offer on this business. And he told me, he said, God will lead me to something better. And I said to this guy, I said, well, there is nothing better. You can't, you're not going to, this is exactly what you want. Yeah. And he said, I can't do it. And can I add one thing to that? Please. I, I don't even know who you're talking about, Yeah, but that was a man that realized it wasn't even his business. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's a good saying this, this, this actually isn't mine. I'm not selling you something that I own. I'm actually the caretaker of this and I'm not putting it in your hands because it's like a child. Would you leave your child with someone that you don't trust? You don't feel comfortable with it's sure. It's your child, but you don't own that person. No. You're the caretaker of that. And, and this buyer was not a bad person. He, he, was, he was someone who was very successful, had the best of intentions. Or, uh, and, but long, lo and behold, he walked away. I, yeah. was, I was in tears. <laughs> but what, what, uh, because your core value was what? My core value was putting food on my family's table at that point. <laughs> and, and so what happened, though? Three months later, another buyer came along. And this guy, he, by coincidence, they'd gone to high school together. And this person, and, and the seller was a pilot, and this person had their office that they wanted to move this business to was on the airstrip at Hanover Air Park. And what they offered him was about a million dollars less, but they offered him a royalty on the product, which this guy mm -hmm, had invented mm -hmm. in perpetuity for the rest of his life. Oh, my gosh. To this day, this man has made oh, sure. over $8 million so far on the sale of this business and he did it on his terms. Now, that is a long story, but it was that is somebody who's the, committed to their core values, folks. And he, and he had, um, and, and anybody listening right now, if you're ever curious whether or not you're in or outside of your core values, you'll know the feeling. Like, yeah. You know, if you feel uncomfortable, if you feel anxiety, if you feel pressure, then you're probably hanging out outside your, your core values. There's something that's getting ready to take place in your life that says you're not sticking to who you are. Mm -hmm. um, during this whole thought process, I, James, I've done so many core value exercises with people. It's unbelievable. M most of them are taking a list. Uh, sometimes they're on cards. Sometimes you, there's a website. I should have jotted down the, the URL. I think it's like 1,001 core values where it's literally – a massive list of core values. And all the exercises are pretty much the same. You circle the ones that you feel represent who you are. And then mm -hmm. you keep narrowing it down and narrowing it down and narrowing it down until you get to a 
core. And what's the definition of a core? It's consistent no matter what. Like no matter what, because you have some values that come in and out of your life. But the core, the ones that no matter what, are the actual center of what is going on. And I've never really taken the time to do this for myself. I've thought about it. Like when I'm leading other people through, I'm thinking, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, like I would probably do. But I've never actually submitted to the actual exercise to say these are my core values. So I did it. I did it this week. And my number one was was family because I've realized, especially since I've had kids, I've given up so many things in this world to have time with my family. Yeah. I've given up networking events. I've given up projects with clients. I've changed. I've made decisions. Most of the decisions I make are around my family. Mm-hmm. And um, if I didn't have that as a core value, then I would probably be ruining that side of my my life. So that's... That, to me, that's kind of an outward core value. Like it's my core value is this collective group of people. The immediate is my is Sam and Ike and Millie. And then you've got the next ring out of that. And the other core value I was thinking about that um, gets me very, very upset, almost angry when I see other people don't doing it is honesty. Mm. Like I've noticed this about myself recently. I say recently, probably in the last 20 years. When you get, when you get old, the recent window starts to expand a lot. Amen. But um, I've, I've regularly felt I should have been an attorney because I cannot stand injustice. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot stand when people are lying their way into or out of something. And I've, I've learned how to keep my mouth shut instead of feeling like I need to lie my way out of something. Because, you know, lying, is the, the root of lying is fear of judgment, of wanting to look. We had a great show on we, that. Yeah, side. that's I one loved, of my favorite, one of my favorite shows. Show. Yep. So, so honesty is one of my core values. Mm. So, what are some of your core values? Because we're going to take a break here in a little bit, and then and then we're going to have our guests come on. So, what are what are your core values? I think integrity. Okay, I thought about this a lot this week. I think uh, integrity is is I am far from perfect. I am far from perfect. I have mm-hmm. a million shortcomings, but one thing that I don't trade is my integrity. Uh, I think second of all is devotion to my family, mm-hmm. just like you. Um, and, and I mean, I put my family before everything else, but to me personally, I mean, integrity is, is number one. And, and the third thing uh, of my core values is service to others. I spend a huge amount of my life, uh, helping strangers and there's few things that are more important to me than that. And, uh, so, I mean, that's, those are, those are my big ones. Mm -hmm. Um, now the service to others, because obviously I see that in you now working for the fire service. And of course we met in rotary. So yep. rotary has its core values. Yep. Um, I, I would have a lot more money if I didn't spend as much time serving others. The servicing, the, the servicing, the service of service to others. Do you feel it's always been a core value of yours or is this something that came about stronger and, and maybe moved its way to the top whenever you, were first exposed to being in the fire service and giving your time and it kind of sucked you in kind of. Well, the fire service is the ultimate it, it for somebody who gets a high on helping others, which has been something I've wanted to do since I was a kid. I mean, I was mm-hmm. in boy Scouts and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, it has been, that has been part of me as long as I can remember, but where, where the fire service just, just, lights that fire, no no pun intended, is that <laughs> there's nothing that you can do that I've ever found that is going to have a more substantial and impactful mm-hmm. and direct 
impact on people yeah. than, than doing that. I mean, it, it, you know, you have somebody who is, who is about to die and you can go in and you can, you can help turn that sure. around. Uh, you have somebody whose home or business is on fire and you can, you can limit the damage so that they can still not lose all of the memories that they have. I mean, somebody who ha- whose house burns down, I will tell you right now, their number one concern is not the house. Nope. Most people could care less about yeah. their house. Yeah. It's the belongings in it. Mm-hmm. And I have seen more people cry when you bring out photo albums that you salvaged out of there than, than ever crying at the loss of their, so, of their house. So did, so did all this bring that core value to the surface for you? Or, I mean, you said you were in the Boy Scouts. You always thought about this. It, like, was it just kind of down here and then came up here? Yeah. Like, is that... So, so you're, so the, this, the environment you were in actually brought that core value more to the surface. It did. It absolutely did. And, and it, and it made it even more intense. And I realized how much more fulfillment I could get from it than, than I ever realized. So can a value fulfill us? And that's something maybe we can talk about uh, here. Dick is going to join us uh, after the break. And uh, one of the many things we can talk about. Yeah. And I, and I'm, and I'm wondering for our audience, what we can do to help them understand what their core values are. And to bring that, just like it did for you, straight to the service. So don't go away. Listen to two great people show. Welcome back. So uh, guests in the studio are not something that we do uh, every week by any by any means. But uh, had the opportunity this week to bring a good friend and someone who I have so much respect for on the show. Uh, Dick Halterman is, uh, I've known him for many years. He is in the Valley there in the Stanton Harrisonburg area, uh, runs a very successful business out there that I'm sure he'll, he'll talk a bit about. And just, I call him the mayor of Harrisonburg <laughs> because uh, he basically runs the town. Uh, everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. He is someone who so many people come to and rely on for advice and someone who has truly made core values the center of of who he is, the center of how he runs his life, runs his business. Uh, and and just when when he and I were talking and he brought up uh, this show and, and JJ and I talked about it, it was just it was the 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 perfect uh, the perfect guest to have and the perfect topic for today. So Dick, welcome, uh, welcome I here with us. I am honored. I am honored. JJ. Yes, sir. Mr. Muncie, I, <laughs> I can't believe I'm here. sitting here in the big city of Richmond. You know, like you said, I live out there in the West, not yeah. West Virginia. No. Western. That's right. There's a big difference. There is a Huge. There's a, there's a mountain range. I love range the people in West Virginia. Don't get me wrong, because they're right there beside Yeah, you've us. got a nice mountain range that separates you from West Virginia. In case yeah. that we ever went to war. You we got, also got one to separate us from you guys. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, Dick, tell us about core values. What I mean, why is it, well, why is it you such know, a strong part of who I've, you are? I've been listening to you guys go on about, and, you know, I'm like a busting. I have things I want to say, and, you know, I don't know if I— <laughs> yell, yell at the car. If I'll be able to get them all out. But, you know, first of all, there's in my my world, I see it as two sets of values. You have your, your core personal values, which is what you guys have spent. And it's the great people show, so we're talking about people's core values. I get mm-hmm. it. But I also think there's a huge— uh, um, core value in business. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, and James and I both come from the side of, of uh, dealing with people that are entrepreneurs, own their own companies. You've already alluded to one client. And, and I've, I can follow that story over and over. I, I totally get what you're talking about there because one of my speeches to clients is, you know, more important than the money you're getting. I actually tell them this the first time I meet them. More important than the money you're getting is is the culture going to stay the same in that company when it changes? Is it going to – because if you don't have a good match there between – you don't have to run it exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to run things differently. You're going to tweak it here and there. But if you come in and disrupt the, what's been successful in a certain cash flow, 
ultimately it's going to be a failure. Yeah. And I, I, I really believe that. So my point is that there's, there's, there's core values in business. There's core, there's personal core values and yeah. they, they can overlap uh, and sometimes do. For me, um, mine came about by accident. I, I went into business. I, I had no idea that I had core values. And I think, I, I think there's 60, 80% of the companies out there that run their companies don't really put it out there. No. And, no, and no. I, I, you know, one other th- comment I want to add to what you all said earlier is that you, you don't necessarily live out your core values sometimes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But they are also goals and expectations that you want to achieve. I mean, if I'm being honest, the core values I put down here that I that I give to my clients, mm-hmm. I don't always live up to them, but I, it is definitely my goal to live up to them. And I tell my clients, call me out. If I'm not doing what I say is on this sheet of paper, then I deserve to hear about it. Yep. I, I, I just this morning, thinking about this topic on the way into the studio, I was thinking about there are the core values that you possess that other people see if you had to say hey what are my core values they'd give you a list then to what you just said then there are the goals right then are the things that i want to be more like right and i and and that can get into a tricky situation because if you're not careful about how you communicate that i may want to have a core value of patience and then nobody in my life would ever see me that way so if i say I want patience or I am a patient person in order to have that as a goal, people will see that as me being uncredible, un- unethical because right. they're like, dude, you're not patient. It's like, so there's a difference between who you are and who you want to be right. and how much of that you put out to the world. And I think once you put it on a sheet of paper or on the wall, just like you're talking about Urban, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. when you put that on the wall, you best be trying to live up to it. And you should yeah. call, and you, he should have admitted, I failed on my yeah. core values. Mm-hmm. And, and but that doesn't mean you know we all fail on our core values. And in that we, situation, he just took a core, another core value, and put it above those. Right. And that core value could have been greed. Yep. It, it could have been uh, seeking attention. Right. It could have been fear of fail. Who knows what that core value was that drove him to do what he did? But he he took it and he moved it higher than the ones and absolutely where it, where it really gets into trouble beyond the fact that it was on national TV in the football program is such a popular football program is everybody saw him do it. Now, a lot of times when we fail our core values, because we all fail them at, at some point, who's watching? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, there are thousands of urban Myers out oh. there. I mean, they're, they're everywhere, right? It's just, he is a, someone who is in the public right. form. Mm-hmm. And so his got spilled and every, you know, everybody's casting stones at him and what he did is not okay. Don't get me wrong, but, like, there are Urban Myers everywhere. Mm-hmm. He just he just got it played out in public. Yeah, we we fall down all the time. Are there so one one of the things about core values is it really should be the driver in the decisions that we make. And I saw a statistic in researching a show probably months ago at this point. The average person makes ten thousand decisions a day. Mm-hmm. Everything from what do I want to eat, what do I want to wear, to which way am I going to drive to work, to some of the bigger ones. Uh, what are we going to do in this in this big situation? Our core values are driving those decisions, mm-hmm. r- regardless of whether you're paying attention to it or not. But how do we more often than not call a timeout on these decisions and say, wait a minute, what are the core values that we're really measuring against? I think that's that's easy to do in a group where you've got people saying, hey, timeout, this doesn't really match what our 
we say our core value is. So you got accountability around us. But at the end of the day, like 9,950 of these decisions in a day are within us and our brain. People aren't watching us. We're not having a conversation about it. How do we be more self-conscious about making sure that we're sticking to our guns? Write it down. I mean, I'm a big fan about, about writing stuff like that down. I mean, I mean, I look at what Dick has here, and this isn't just for him. I mean, he gives this, and there's even signature lines at the bottom. I mean, he gives this to every client that he has. And, and you know, some of the, some of the high points here, uh, confia- confidentiality, mm-hmm. Christian background, honesty and sensitivity, the value that they provide, humor. I love that one, humor, and communication. I mean, talk about Dick, some of those. And, yeah. Oh, Dick. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Hey, Ram, buddy. We're, we're just getting started. <laughs> we need a good— Are we, we going to get a, coffee after good, this? You really get to know me, JJ. Let's do it. We, we need a good joke that the FCC won't get in. Get oh, in I don't— It's not a bad joke. It's just about subtle, dry wit humor. You guys have that? <laughs> you guys have all that? It's pretty dry. You know, going here. back, let me—I let me. I started out telling you that I never really had Corvées in my business. And yeah. I had a client, and it was a similar thing, sort of a similar thing that James is talking about, in a different slant. I was going to list a company. It would have been a $10 million company. It would have been the biggest, still the biggest. I've never done one that big. Mm -hmm. Probably never will. Wish I would. But, (laughs) um, you know, I went to meet this guy. I went uh, in Manassas. Went to meet him. He he had heard about me. He called me. I went up there to meet the guy, and we sat in a restaurant. And he, every other word out of his mouth was one that we can't repeat here on this station. Wow. And on top of all of that, he said, this is the way you're going to sell my business for me. You're going to do this. You're going to make this. I'm going to pay you this. And I'm going to, you know what? I didn't want to do business with the guy. Yeah, that would have been a big paycheck, even on his, at his level, what he wanted to pay me. I went home. I wrestled all the way home on that one, driving back down 81. When you say you wrestled, what were the emotions that you were battling inside yourself? I just, somebody that can't come up with more adjectives than, than he was using uh, and, and just his, and it wasn't, a, it wasn't a thing of, all right, yeah, I put on here, I'm a Christian. I am a Christian, but I look at this. I, I don't devalue somebody because they aren't a Christian. Right. I really don't, but there's principles in the Christian religion that I f- adhere to treat people like you want to be treated That the golden rule. To me, that's really where it's at in my business relationship with other people. And I want them to know, and I underline that. I mean, I don't underline it, but it's, it's the, the it's it's right on there, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it just I don't know. It just a, it was a chemistry issue, and it, is, it goes back to what you were just saying. There was a there was a mismatch on our values. Yeah, a total mismatch. So what happened? So so I know if I go into business, uh, yeah, okay. So to finish that story, this is where this document came from. Mm-hmm. I said mm-hmm. I've got to have a reason. Interesting. I've got to have a reason to say no. I don't want to deal with you, and Good it's got to make sense. You know, right. I, I, now, now, if I give this to a client on the front, if I'd have handed to him this, and then we had the interview, and, I, and when people call me and say, "Look, we're not talking business today," I'm going to send you some stuff. I want you to read it, and then we'll talk tomorrow. Okay, I'll call you back tomorrow. If he'd have read like this, if he'd have read this, we might have had a totally different That's conversation. Actually, I, mm. I, I've never experienced that in business, James, on on the uh, selling side or the um, uh, buying side of just having a transaction in business. I've never had that kind of conversation with someone and maybe you're what you all do is a little bit more relational and you have to, you have to have these things before these things get off the rail. But in most situations where you're spending a lot of time with somebody and partner, truly partnering with someone, I've never really thought about laying this stuff out first saying, well, this is who we are. This is what, what we, what we believe in. Um, if we're okay with this, then let's let's move forward. And your job is to hold me accountable. If I'm telling you I'm this person, if yeah. I don't, 
tell me. Yeah. I need to know. Um, so let's have a, let's have a somewhat of a, oh, we got to take a break. Well, let's take a break and then we'll have this conversation when we come back. Fair enough. This is awesome. good. I, I Man, I'm so excited. I'm well, in Richmond hanging out with my boys. You might, you might need to talk faster because we're running out of time. That's what happens on radio. So don't go away, folks. You're listening to The Great People Show. So, Dick, you've used a couple words here, and I was thinking about this in preparing for the show. Let's talk about the differences between core values, beliefs, and principles. And there's probably a lot of other words we can throw into that. What... How do we how do we separate yet tie all those things together? See, I like the way he does this. Oh, he yeah. tells us he's he's got something. He want, no, he's not going to share it with us. Oh, he's we never wait try. We, we get on air. It's a tease. That's how we roll. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So, what do you think? So, so my my comparison between core values, beliefs, and what was the other one? Principles. Principles. Yeah, I think principles um, are the guidelines. They're the um, they're the um, your your what you hope to achieve. You're, okay. Man, man, I don't know. So here's, here's, man, that's here, a tough well, question. here's a conversation that's... starter. So everyone knows, probably know that I've been with Dale Carnegie for 18 years. And one of the things that has put Dale Carnegie on the map <laughs> is his book from the thirties, how to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. And there are 30 principles in that book on how to uh, treat other people. Yep. They're actionable items. First one, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. So, and I don't know if you've read, um, Oh, what's he just came out with a book called Principles. He's like the one of the most successful investors of all time. I can't remember his oh, name gosh. right now. Yeah, but anyway, um, he uh, he has like I mean, there's like a hundred principles in that book. They're all actionable things. So mm-hmm. principles can tend to lie on top of a core value, right? Because mm-hmm. so if your core value is honesty, what would be the principle behind that core value? I mean, you could craft a you could craft a dozen principles. Mm-hmm on that core value. And I think that's where the rubber needs to meet the road with people. Like people need to know, okay, what do I do? Especially mm-hmm. in times when I'm at the crossroads. So are you saying principles are the, the big, you know, everything falls under that. Maybe the core value falls as a, a subcategory. Uh, of the I, I would, I would, I would say core values in the present. The principles is the wrapping paper in the bow. Yeah. You know, it's what covers. It's kind of up, overlying. It's, it's, yeah. yeah it, it actually, it's what wraps up the core value because so let's just stick with this honesty thing. I could say, mm. well, this person says their values is, is is honesty. And then someone else could say, yeah, but on Tuesday, in this particular situation, this is what that person did to show me that they didn't. So there was a, a principle that they failed on, mm-hmm. um, you know, like delivering hard truth to people. Because that's, that's about being honesty or being honest. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily call that pe- that person out and say that that's not one of their core values. Yeah. That's not necessarily the case, but you can, like Dick said, you can fail. You can fail on these things. You know, heck, I fail. I fail regularly on these yep. things. Um, but your principles are would be a better roadmap, a better guide for how good, to like a blueprint. Yeah, for how to keep, good, good. To ha, how mm-hmm. to keep true to your core values framework. Right? right? It's yeah. like well, how do we structure our life around that core value? Exactly. Yeah. Ex- yeah. So, like a, a principle would be if. Um, it, for me personally, is if my son has a football game on Saturday, I'm I'm not I'm not going to go do anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I, that will always have a priority for me. I don't care if a client wants to pay me to go do something. I don't care if a friend wants to ask me to go play golf. I'm going to beat my son's football game. Gotcha. So I the, thought we were going to the NASCAR race. Shh, that's, that's at <laughs> night. That's at night. Um, Everybody so, wins. So the core value there is family, but the actual principle is for me personally is I'm not going to schedule anything on top of a, a family event. So here's the other word. Where does beliefs show up with this? Mm. 
It's a good belief question. system. You should have told show us you were going to do this. this is, uh, <laughs> man, we like to we like to crack noggins around here. Yeah, right. We like to we 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 like to be because this is real life, right? This yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, I, go ahead. No, I I just think beliefs is uh, maybe even more abstract. Uh, I believe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that, you know, whatever, and and the core values are what support it. I don't know. James. That's a, no, that's know. that. Uh, keep going with that because <laughs> I I like the word abstract because the principle is not abstract. Either you did or you did not do this, right? The core value is that that underlying driving force behind that principle. The belief system maybe is the foundation of which all of this just sits on top of, right? Yeah, to me, a, a belief is something that that that's like that's like the perfect. That's how the world should be. I mean, I believe mm-hmm. that you know nobody should be at war. That everybody should be honest a hundred percent of the time. That's a good one. Um, you know, and but but the reality of it is that that beliefs rarely can be fully true. They they rarely can fully play out. I mean, that sounds I guess awfully pessimistic. See, I and I, and I think I see it the other way. I think the belief is the truth. I think that yeah. is the eternal truth in which everything resides on. And different people have different beliefs, obviously. They're different versions of what their truth is. You can look at our political system and people see have a dichotomy of what they believe is, is truth. Well, if you do this, then you'll get that. It's like, no, actually, if you do this, you'll get that. And they have two completely different truths. As Scott Adams says, the creator of Dilbert, it's like being in the same theater. With, or with, with someone and watching two completely different movies at the exact same time. It's amazing how we can have completely different belief systems while we're looking at the exact same thing. Absolutely. Um, and it, like on this whole family thing, like a belief system could be that my family deserves uh, more, more attention than anybody else, anything else in my life. And other people don't have that belief system. Yep. They're like, no, I need to go because my dad was probably of the opposite belief system. No, I'm going to spend most of my time working so that you can have things and be taken care of and, and have security. Maybe his core value was security, not family. Mm-hmm. So his, yeah, he was driven, absolutely. his belief system was driving. Now his belief system would have been crafted when he was a kid. I mean, that's, that's, that's a whole other part of this conversation that we absolutely don't have time for today, but where do the core values actually come from? Where do our belief systems come from? Where do the core values come from? Like how we are, Sometimes manipulated, but certainly um, influenced. We're a product of our environment. Totally. We are a product of our environment. And we started the show by talking about how we can be, how we can identify what our core values are and be purposeful mm-hmm. about living by those core values. So, Dick, in, in some of the time we have left here, I mean, what you've been through this journey uh, clearly. Somebody who's listening that hasn't spent time looking inward about this stuff or, or who wants to develop a better core value system, what are, what are some exercises, what are, what are some things that, that you, would, you would say to them? Well, to you know, you, you mentioned earlier there's a thousand and one core values, correct? And, and I, I would agree with that. And in and, and the process of narrowing them down, I, I like that. I, I just think um, – the, the number one thing is that you get it down to a small list. I, I, you know, you can't have 500 core values. You can't even have 10, I don't think. Um, you know, but I think, I think in some ways it has to be a goal and, and not nece- or, or something that brings neg- – you don't want things that bring negativity in your life. So these, these core values are the things that bring positivity or, or positive mm-hmm. influences in your life. So 
I, you know, I just keep going back. I, I, I know. I think if you don't put them out there, no, and you, then you don't have no way. You have no way to measure and, and see if you're living up to them. I think that's important. I don't know if I'm answering your question or not, but yeah, I think the key the key thing here is that you, your core values are are short, sweet, simple, and uh, and you hold yourself accountable to them and you make them known to other people. I mean, it's true. I, I'd love for somebody to say, you know, I said it's funny because you put that Facebook post out there about. Name your three core values, and I really had to stop and think. I mean, personal, and you were talking about personal core right, values. Right, And hearing you guys talk, I absolutely have family at the top of my, li- my list, too. So they take priority over everything. Uh, and relationships is my second priority. Like, I love this. I love getting to know you. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, I love, I love getting to know new people. It's part of what makes me tick, and humor's definitely in there. I like laughing, man. Yeah. Life is too doggone short not to smile somewhere along every day and be, and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, and and I know, and and faith for you plays a large role as well. Yep, absolutely. And um, yeah, I without pushing the religion, I, I'm careful though. I'm careful when I sit down with clients because I don't want to think just because you're a Mormon or whatever you are, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't do business with you as long as we pair up on what I define as my Christian belief. Yeah. And I and 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 if we can pair up on that, then we're fine. Well, in mm-hmm. in in a way, if you don't have enough pairing then they're going to end up violating your core value and you have to sit there and help someone that doesn't necessarily believe what you believe. But at the same time, that also gives us a chance to help someone see something that is wrong in their life. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we want to, <clears throat> if we want to take this whole um, biblical, uh, let's call it a biblical approach, Jesus ate with tax collectors, prostitutes. Absolutely. I mean, he went after people that, had really bad core but values. He had the, he had the he core values. He had the core values that, mm-hmm. to bring them around. And yeah. I, I jotted this note down as you were speaking that a core value is something that pulls you towards something better. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I like positive. that. Yeah. I like good. that. I just wrote the word pulls. Like if there's something out here that draws you towards a better decision, that draws you towards a situation or someone that perhaps needs you, that we can't run away from people because. They're not just like us. Right. Uh, Depends. Sometimes people are at a weaker point in their life. Like, for instance, if you um, have recently come out of some sort of an addiction to drug, that doesn't mean you should go on a mission to help drug addicts because you're going to be putting yourself in a position where your core values are probably going to be compromised because you're you're at a weak point in your life. I think you have to understand where you're at personally. Absolutely. And, And know that, back to the conversation we had with James, is that Sometimes these core values develop over time, and then all of a sudden they become a priority. And we just can't be associated with a lot of the things <clears throat> that will draw us away from that exactly. because we're not strong enough to take a stand against something or someone that's happening in our life because it's um, it's a core value, but we just aren't physically strong enough. We aren't mentally strong enough to hold our ground on that core value. Absolutely. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah. And I mean, and that... I've often thought about that situation with that that guy who was offered the five million dollars cash mm-hmm. for his business. Um, I, I I would not have made that decision. As a matter of fact, I would say that there would be very few things. Because wealth mean, is one of your core values. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. 
<laughs> but my family, but my family, Dick, right? I will yeah, put okay. my family above other people. Yeah. And you know, short of knowing that that money is blood money or or you know drug money or something <laughs> illicit like that, I, I don't believe I could walk. I don't believe I could walk away from something that could change my family, my children's, and their children's mm. lives. Right. I don't think I could. So I don't know. Does that does that mean that I'm not makes you a, a really bad, bad person? person. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Does that make him a bad person? I don't think so. Yeah, but I, I couldn't do it. So, Dick, um, our time is starting to come to an end here. Uh, first, before we before we lose track of too much time, I want to thank you for coming. Hey, it's great. I love uh, it. into the studio and joining us. Leave our audience with some motivational words and some some just inspiration around core values today. Well, I, it, I, the resounding theme for me is you, you've got to decide what they are, and you've got to make them known to others, and you've got to ask them to hold you accountable to those because I think none of us are going to achieve our core values 100%. The goal is to get there and, and decide what is important to you and try to live it and show it. I love I it. Because okay. you, have, you have to show it. You can't keep these things inside of you. Right. They're, they're core, but they're not inward. They're not in a lockbox, folks. No. I mean, we are, we, are, we are commissioned to show the world who we are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm -hmm. because we're going to influence the good, and we're going to get support on our bad and ugly from the people that have stronger core values in those areas that we do. That's to your point about being in a relationship and connected with others. That's why you have to stay connected with others because they will, um, they will pull you towards something better. Absolutely. I want to thank you again, Dick, for great. being here. James, of course, great. always thanking you for being in the great yeah. Thank studio. you for being Thanks here. Thanks for inviting yeah, me. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you made it. Yep. And uh, no, thanks for being a part of it. Every we'll Thursday. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.